0: So today, I am very excited because my guest (laughs) of today is actually my husband, Laird. For for the ones who don't know him, he is a physical therapist here in Santa Rosa. And we actually moved to the area because of his uh, job opportunity that he got. So for me, it was pretty easier transition since I was already working remotely. But for him, that meant, you know, living uh, his previous life behind... Uh, that's actually where we started raising our kids, you know, in San Luis Obispo. So that was a, a, a huge uh, change for both of us. So I'm very excited to have him as a, a guest because he's going to be able to, you know, talk about, you know, his experience as a father, how he managed and navigated this experience. And, and yeah, so uh, can you please uh, introduce yourself, Laird? Hi, um,
1: hi, listeners. I'm Laird. I'm Lawrence's husband and dad of uh, Leo and Liam who have changed our both of our lives more than anything else I'd say so far (laughs) Mm -hmm. and yeah I'm a physical therapist Uh, took me a long time and a lot of struggles to get there finally succeeded in becoming a PT we lived in San Luis Obispo for a few years and then we moved here because I did get a Mm -hmm. good opportunity um and uh, we bought a house here and so we're pretty much decided to be here a while yep. and we got our two two
0: little boys growing up quick. Oh, that they do. But I really like that you talked about you know trying and trying and failing and and, and 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 until you succeed because I think it's pretty much what parenting is about. It is about you know trying things, making things work until you know you find the right recipe or at least something that works. So. I like that, um, so I know it was a big change for you to become a dad, but how would you say you prepared for the arrival of of our, of our child, so Leo as a first baby?
1: How did I prepare? Yeah. I mean like, I, well, we packed a bag <laughs> for, for you and for me, for the second one. I packed my own bag for the hospital even though I ended up not staying the night there.
0: Right. Um, but mentally, how, what, in what mindset well, were you?
1: I, Man, honestly, I don't even remember that well. But, uh, man, life is so different since having the kids that like, the thought, it's hard to even connect with memories from when I didn't have kids. Mm-hmm. And like, asking me to recall how I prepared for having them seems so foreign because by now they're, like, so a part of my life that it's, like, right. it's actually difficult sometimes to, like, <laughs> I don't know, remember life without the, the kids. Right before. It's, it's, like, insane. Yep. But, I mean, to answer your question, I, I guess I just kind of – googled a few things and and i just waited and hoped hoped for the best Mm -hmm. you know our main role is to keep them from dying and we did that with both our kids for at least a year
0: Mm -hmm. so i call
1: that successful parenting
0: yeah for sure but so then what in what headspace were you when you you know find out that oh I'm about to become a dad like when I actually break the news to you. Right. We, we have a baby on the way. Well,
1: the first time, which I guess is the one you're talking about, was the one that ended up being a miscarriage. Um, and so because uh, because yeah, it's different when you tell me when you were pregnant with Leo
0: mm-hmm. and you
1: tell me I'm pregnant because right. I have in the memory bank one of the worst experiences ever.
0: You mean the miscarriage?
1: Miscarriage, yeah. So, but for the first one,
0: yeah, the first like time the first you said
1: I'm pregnant was one of the, like, those rare moments in your life when you feel like everything is lining up, okay? Because, mm-hmm. like, we wanted to do it. We were trying to do it. It was perfect timing, and we were, we were able to manage it. So we, well, we thought we were... <laughs> Um, And like maybe like meeting you in those first couple conversations we had. Uh, but not many moments feel so uh, right. So aligned with like, you know, like your path you're supposed to be on.
0: Mm-hmm. So pretty much the first experience is always the most exciting. Right. Because you don't know you're in the unknown. And, and, and then you get this sense of bliss. Right. That you. You know and then the, so, and then we got the news that it wouldn't be a successful pregnancy, mm-hmm. and so it changed your, you know, when Leo, yeah, I was so pregnant the, with so Leo the, for so you. So the
1: second time, there was a splash of fear, right? And doubt, yeah. you know, because you know, we I'd already like, like, I didn't want to name the kid in advance yeah. or like buy anything at all. Um, so I, I mm-hmm. wasn't letting my heart get into it as much like, until, defense. until he was
0: born, right. honestly. Until you had it in your arms. Yeah. Him, yeah. Him in your arms. Well,
1: <clears throat> and well, and even then, uh, so a lot of people talk about, like, the moment you hold your child, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like, I I discovered what love is. Like, now I know what love is. Now I look in this little little tiny things eyes yeah that was not my experience
0: what was your experience
1: well i i didn't have any electrical impulse Yep. i didn't feel like oh my god i got this is this is me right here it was like it was like for an object and it was (laughs) (laughs) like what is that i I wasn't scared though i didn't feel afraid i just felt like Okay, here's here here we go. Here's, here we go. Here's
0: yeah. Leo. This is this is our life now. Let's 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 practice is over. Let's, <laughs> let's figure it out. So what was the most challenging part of becoming a dad to you? Becoming a dad? hmm
1: Probably uh, well like being a dad, like after the kid was born. The most challenging part I think is the identity changes that you undergo um and you know and and Lawrence and i had we were pretty active we were pretty active in Denver, um but we didn't have extreme social life anyway but when leo was born <clears throat> i think we were both kind of in denial a little bit like we we tried to keep doing the same thing. Like the, there's this happy hour we always went to at a bar and we literally brought this like two week old baby oh, in, a, yeah. in a, in a that stroll was, in a car seat and put him on the bar stool of like a dive bar. Yeah. The
0: push bar. And I was post-bar. It was like, two I mean, I was weeks like what old. the heck? Yeah. 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 That was the that recipe was, for disaster. But that was really. fine. No, one, no <laughs> one, no one got hurt. Yeah. I don't think
1: we um, broke any laws.
0: No, actually I don't, well, well no. Does Colorado allow
1: well,
0: under eight? No, they didn't care I at that bar. That was, that was yeah. on East Colfax. <laughs> right. That was a <laughs> that was a dive bar anyway. So, um, how was how as being a father changed you as a person? Because you talked about identity, but what do you mean specifically?
1: Well, my role in life changed, and uh, you know, and it, it took. I think it took a, a little while to really accept it um, and get comfortable with it. But like I went from being only worried about me and, you know, to a lesser extent, you, I mean, you're a, you're a grown adult. You take care of yourself. But like a kid is like, Mm. they depend on you. Like if you just walk away, you just decide you're going to go drive and do something. Your kid's going to be dead. Because (laughs) it depends on you and it'll like roll off and break its neck. It's insane, right? So the amount of stress when kids are that little, you are forced into a protector role in your life and you may have never done that before in your life. Mm. And so it's, it's, it can be dramatic, right? I feel like I was always preparing to be a dad. Because I always knew I was going to be a dad, and I wanted that. Mm. Um, but there's nothing you can do that allows you to be the same person after you're a parent. Mm. In advance, like there's nothing you can do, no matter what. Your life is changing, and there's no way to prepare for
0: that level of change. Right. So the amount of stress, the amount of you know, caring for another human being, pretty much is what change for you
1: well that was the hardest thing about right. the that's what you asked right what was the um yes changed
0: you as well, a person like how it, you, how it changed you how it carved you into the person you are today well i think it uh probably changed my
1: personality a little bit yeah um i became calmer and i know that's probably hard for a to <laughs> believe <laughs> no what are you um, talking about? And I became more <laughs> cautious too like if I go skiing it's like I'm not even gonna look for a jump I'm gonna keep my skis <laughs> on the ground because I don't want to get so hurt. more cautious <laughs> and you know I, I drive the speed limit more than I used to even when the kids aren't with me I just feel like I have to yeah stay alive and be able to support them and mm. it's more that, that's a that's a way it's changed me for sure hmm I think it made me appreciate parents a whole lot better too, and and I feel a bond with even
0: random people that I know are
1: parents that I see.
0: Mm-hmm. So, do you feel that you were more prepared when we had our second child, Liam, for that reason? Yeah, I think so. Was it? I think how I was, was your already, experience?
1: I was already a hundred percent transformed into a a dad yeah right I was I was completely dad by the time Liam was born
0: the operation was complete and
1: Leo was probably two before I became 100% dad Mm -hmm. honestly Mm -hmm. because it like uh, like I'm talking the transition takes time I think maybe mothers have this some type of advantage because they carry the baby inside of them physically for so long And they make a physical connection like literally 30 seconds after they come out. It's like on the teat. It's amazing. They like imprint and meld their body into yours like as the first thing they do in the world. Well, they were
0: already, you know, and 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 that's amazing. It's just an extension of that. Yeah. I can't even imagine what it's like when the baby comes out and it's like, what is this, it's cold, there's so much light, I was comfortable, (laughs) oh, where is, oh, okay, mommy's here, okay, I smell it, you know, I smell that person, person. it It sounds like her, it's okay, Um, and then they're alive, and then they're like, I mean, they're already alive technically inside, right, but the the first breath of fresh air, it's amazing, and I,
1: oh man, and you you pushed uh, (laughs) Liam out really
0: quickly, but yeah, the second yeah, one I felt it was, was like much easier. Car with a baseball, but yeah. <laughs> okay, all right. Uh, um, so, what do you have any favorite memory with Leo and Liam together? No, I mean separated. What, um, for each kid you would say? Yeah,
1: you know, with Leo, it's me and him went to uh, downtown San mm-hmm. Luis Obispo on mm-hmm. Father's Day. One How old was you? I think he was two. Okay. He was big enough to sit at the table, mm-hmm. and we had matching shirts. Like oh, that's uh, cute. Yeah. Like polos with those little Hawaiian trees. Yeah, I remember. The The palm trees. Palm trees. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mine was pink, and his was white. Yep. I and remember. uh And so we went on a lunch date, a man date together. Man it and, was nice. And everyone was walking by, and I was telling him that my son's taking me out for... For brunch, and he had, we had a good time. That's yeah. probably my best memory.
0: And what about Liam?
1: Um, let's see. Hmm. Real, Liam, more. I mean, a lot of little things uh, recently. Mm-hmm. In the last last two three months, a lot of. I special mean, it's moments. still little, yeah. But I don't. I don't think I have any any cornerstone memories. Not if yet. You will yet. Yeah. Not yet. Uh, I, the other day, though, with both of them uh at the birthday party at Leo's birthday party. Leo had a 4-year-old birthday party this Saturday and there there was uh, there was some fun with both of the kids there, that for sure. Mm-hmm. We I rode uh, with Leo and Liam it, together and me in the carousel. Yeah. And that was fun. We were taking selfies.
0: Mhm. So, how do you balance <laughs> Work and family life. I know it's a big topic nowadays, talking about work-life balance, yeah. work-family well, balance. Well, I don't think I have much okay. balance.
1: <laughs> I, uh, I I mean, I, I separate them completely. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't do any work when I'm not at work. I think about it, and I'll respond if, you know, patients text me or... No, okay. You know, or if I have continued education things I need to get done. Other than that, I just chill. Where you're off and duty, you're off I'm duty. Off duty completely. You're you're and, you're, you're and becoming dead again. And that's always been what I've done, even when I was in grad school. Mm-hmm. Um, to the at the expense of, not <laughs> I graduated.
0: <laughs> yeah. So you always. Uh, Favored your personal life. Oh yeah. Over anything else. Yeah. Okay. I'm no, but uh, and I'm not I, ashamed I, to say no, that no, it's it's shouldn't. what
1: I that's your ca- priority. Care more about, but but I do well with my work, and I, oh, I yeah. do.
0: I have I have uh, fans, you know. <laughs> no, no, I I can tell you right off the bat, uh, and I'm not saying that because obviously I'm your uh, wife or anything, but. Uh, uh, you're talented in what you do. Um, I've experienced it firsthand. Uh, either I was pregnant or just, you know, I, I hurt my back or whatever. Laird has a, I don't know, some kind of magic, <laughs> magical powers, and it, it really made you feel better. So you definitely have a gift in that. So, but I'm glad you're also focused on your family life because, well, you know, yeah. you're very European in this regard. Like, you, you know, when you you work, you work, but once you're out of it, you're just. You shut off, and I think it's a. I think it's great. It's hard sometimes to just unplug. Well, and it it causes inner
1: conflict mm-hmm. for me too, because part of me once part of me thinks I'm using my family time as an excuse to not pursue other things in my life. Okay. Um, and not put in the work to like pursue and advance my career, because there are people who have four kids that do more than I'm doing. Um, Mm -hmm. But it's either that or it's just what I think it is, which is just a choice that I want to choose how I spend my time. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I don't know what the meaning of life is, but I know what feels good. And it feels good to be with my kids and to be with my wife. mm -hmm. And that's what I want to focus my energy on. And I think even just from that effort, you can develop compassion and patience and learn the skills that will make you a better professional, too.
0: Oh, yeah, like it bleeds into… It bleeds into my professional life
1: all the time.
0: Right, but that's also because your job is literally to take care of other people. Yeah. So what better way to practice than at home? I talk
1: to Leo and Liam like they're one of my patients
0: (laughs) and vice versa. Yeah, uh, you also talk to me like that. uh, Yeah, sorry. All right, what do you like? Even when he hugs me, okay, when even when Len hugs me, he needs to crack my back. This is insane, okay? <laughs> this is not a normal hug. This is a PT hug. I don't know. I don't know what to do with that, but yeah. Uh, so I'm not <laughs> maybe work still bleeds into your personal life. Anyway, um, so do you have any parenting technique that you use or do you feel that you're comfortable with?
1: Yeah, um, and it's one that was taught to us by someone else um, mm-hmm. when Leo Which was, was really it? young by uh, Christina in slow. Yeah, yeah, um, I remember Christina.
0: Hi, Christina. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> and uh, it was to always give the kids just a couple choices, but make sure that no matter what their answer is, that you get them to do what you want. <laughs> so it's kind of right. like heads i tail he- heads i win tails you lose yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah 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 so pretty much either way the parents is winning it's just that they don't know it yeah but, and, th- and no, that,
1: but that's gone well but the 4-year-old's getting a little too smart for yeah that. He, yeah he's Now you have to, to okay, be like wait that's the same right. thing maybe you should it uh catches me in a logical fallacy
0: right maybe we should contact it's time to contact Christina again and say okay We should put her on the put her on the show. The the option thing you taught us doesn't work anymore. What's next? next How do we handle? uh,
1: Okay, so that's the thing about parenting is it's it's constantly trial and error, trial and error, Mm -hmm. troubleshooting. Yeah, like right now we're in this phase where 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 Leo (laughs) like only says, "I love you, mommy," and "Mommy, you're my best friend." (laughs) <laughs> and and looks at me and today he, I, I thought he was about to and he goes, Daddy, yeah, you're the best swimmer. <laughs> okay, had swim bye. Yeah, and I was like, oh, thanks.
0: But so are you? Does it does it hurt you? Does it? How do you feel when you hear no, that? Are you? No, I I feel personally so
1: secure in my relationship mm-hmm. with Leo and Liam. Because I know that I love them so much and it's so pure and raw that they understand that. And I think they feel safe because of that. And so they can say, I love you or not. And I feel the love. I mean, I have a great time with my boys.
0: Also, I'm pretty sure that four-year-olds, at least according to... What is it? (laughs) um Freud it's the the Aedipian phase okay so oh i don't i don't know if it's he wants still to i'm kill sure his, kill his father and and yeah, bang that, his mother okay maybe not right? no that's, that's what it is right. right um that's what it is but maybe don't use the <laughs> well
1: uh, okay uh,
0: but yeah and the idea is to seduce your mom uh, mm. your mother and and uh, your, your dad, that's right. He's young, uh, young Buck, killing yeah, the bowl. Right. So, um, okay, so what is this one piece of advice you want to give to new fathers out there? Oh, man. Um, just keep them alive and, and
1: love them as much as you can with what you have to offer, and look them in the eye and get on their level and uh don't overthink it and trust your gut
0: and say all those things okay trust your guts
1: and, and just keep them alive really i, I can't overemphasize that keep uh, them yeah. alive don't yeah. let them die and you know when they're about one then that's that's when it gets a little harder because they're more mobile but don't mm-hmm. let them fall off of things and try to not let them hit their head, but they're going to hit their head mm-hmm. and just be there
0: to, to help them clean up their head injury. <laughs> or have a, I don't know, physical therapy degree to have them mobile, mobilize. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. exactly. <laughs> okay. Um, so now let's talk about our relationship. Let's. How has your relationship with me changed since becoming a parent?
1: Oh, I didn't know this was uh, to talk about
0: our relationship <laughs> on the podcast. No, but, you know, I mean, the you know, we're uh, uh, together, so I thought that it would be... A, well, we're both parents, right, together. So, uh, w- so yeah, w- what would you say uh, changed? Uh, or at least what are the things you think... Evolved and how we handle being a parent together. What do you think we're doing great? Um,
1: I think we I think we're pretty good parents. Yeah, but but I think every parent should think that, and I think we try our best. It's probably better. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's a big start. Okay. Uh, Honestly. but it, I mean, it's changed our relationship because we don't have any time together anymore. Mm-hmm. That's the biggest thing, and and they they don't tell you that, right? Like, Alo-
0: alone, together, kind of. Well, like right, yeah, busy. I mean, I mean yeah.
1: and we're just you know, for the first half a year, uh, you're sleep deprived, and then you have I mean, and and that changes everything when you're not sleeping. Um, so it definitely bleeds into how we interact with one another Right. with the time we do have time together. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, and, and it's hard with young children. Yeah. There's no sugarcoating that. Right. Um, but I think we've done a good job of kind of adapting and switching gears from like team parents to... Uh, couple together again. It's just
0: hard to find that opportunity. Right. But I we, mean, when we do well, oh, we, right. we we do, just we've done okay. But then we just spend a week. Without any kids to actually reconnect, so it was glorious. And what did you what did you find out during that week? Oh, I found out you're still pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> okay, even so, when
1: you don't have a one year old on the hip pack. <laughs>
0: yeah, but so you know that having kids, I I found really stressful, right? Yeah. So obviously, the person that lives with you is going to be challenged, and on the other side is the same thing. You're gonna challenge each other because. You're, as you said, you're sleep deprived. You're, uh, you know, trying to (laughs) um, help a toddler figure out (laughs) what they need to figure out. So, yeah, I I think it really does change uh, things. But what would you tell perhaps uh, a couple that is going through, you know, Mm. this stage of having a baby from from your perspective? I'd tell them to listen to this podcast.
1: Yeah. (laughs) And. Uh, I would tell them to be patient with each other and uh, just trust the other person's words. Like, we're all human and we express things differently and at different times. And some of us have trouble even expressing their emotions. And then when you are talking about sharing... You know, a child together, mm-hmm. it becomes hard to to do those things. Mm-hmm. It doesn't come easy, and because uh, it's complicated, it's it's, right. It's your spaghetti. Your sp- for spaghetti. Oh, that's not sleeping.
0: Oh, right. Yeah, your spaghetti, as in you're, you're tired. You're scrambled. No, it's just you're, yeah. It's spaghetti or scrambled. I'm confused. Both sides, I guess. <laughs> okay, no, no, but I I think you're you're on point. I think that before you have a kid, in your head there's this fantasy of, oh, we love each other, so why not, you know, having a baby together? But you don't think about. I mean, at least you don't know what the real implications are, right? Which right. is well, like, and you're never
1: gonna agree on how to hundred percent of the no. time with another human. Mm-hmm. And that's a challenging thing because you're talking about ways to raise your child, but ultimately it doesn't really matter as long as you love them. And you know, whether or not we put him in his clothes for the next day, the night before, or we get him to force him to take his PJ shirt off for daycare in the mornings or not. And we don't see eye to eye on that. Like, it's still, it doesn't matter that much as long as we love our child. Mm-hmm. And, and he knows it. And they know it. That's what I think. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so, that I mean, that's what that's why I said, like, what I would tell a parent is the same thing I would tell partners. Love each other and make sure they know that you
0: love them right and and also tell your partner, um, it's okay, you know it's uh you know we're going through this motion of you know being a parent at least for me, and it's okay, it's gonna be okay um, how do you see our child's future, and what kind of parent do you hope to become hmm. i you know, I can predict
1: our children's future about as well as I can predict <laughs> yours, which, which is, is? To, which is to say not <laughs> at all. <laughs> OK, uh, they're, they're going to, you know, they're, they're going to do whatever they want. And mm-hmm. I'm going to have an influence on that, obviously, because I especially right now, I can control what they're exposed to. Um, but I mean, my I feel like my role is to expose them to a lot of different ideas and encourage an open mind and creativity and spontaneity and um, you know everything will work out as that other human thinks it should and they'll make plenty of mistakes and I'm going to let them make their mistakes Um, that's how you learn that's how you grow Mm-hmm. So, I, I I hope that they're happy and healthy, and I would hope that they have families of their own, but it's not for me to decide or determine.
0: Right. So, um, you will be more of a... You hope to become more of a... I, I a, a will
1: support them and right. love Supportive. them. Supportive. No matter what. Mm-hmm. Um, no
0: matter what they
1: choose. No matter what they choose. Mm-hmm. And I'll probably become naturally involved and interested in whatever it is that they pursue because I want I will want to share that with the kids too and
0: they'll probably always be our babies, you know. No, yeah, yeah I, I hope so. <laughs> I think so. Um yeah, very insightful. Thank you so much. Um before we go, uh I'm I'm asking these questions. What are the three things that you miss the most about your childhood it could be object it could be location it could be people three things
1: Hmm.
0: i miss about apparently sleeping that's what (laughs) yeah yeah sleeping in your bed all day oh summer vacation (laughs) there it is yeah summer summertime Uh,
1: um summer as a child like even as an adult you know in college summers were fun okay so I miss, summer's I summer as a, vacation.
0: Yeah. What, what what made them magical?
1: Well, no school. No school. <laughs> um and the weather was nice and
0: you know mm-hmm. we just had less supervision a lot of times. Oh yeah, that you there's one term you taught me that I didn't know you were a latchkey latchkey. Latchkey, latchkey key key child child, yeah. That's my
1: brother and I were.
0: Not I mean not
1: dramatically. Yeah, there is, there is a small, small frame of time where maybe a semester where I, where we were home alone for what, 3.30 f- PM until about seven every wow. day. Wow. It's that, not that bad, but. Well, how was, old were, I, no wait, how old I, were I, you? Uh, I think I was probably 13, my brother
0: 16, something like that. Well, okay, all right. I think it's more acceptable. Maybe a little younger. But I per so me as a mom, I don't know about you, but I wouldn't let <laughs> even at twelve, sixteen. No, no. I, I mean, I guess it's different. Can you imagine living your kids go going, you know, coming back from school alone now in this world?
1: Yeah, I could. I, I'd let them ride I've, the bus or I walk would, home. I'm, I'm gonna be. I too mean, scared. when Leo's in the French school, he's gonna be walking across the park on his own. I'll let him walk home. Okay. Well. <laughs> when he
0: well we we, not not when he's four years old though.
1: Uh yeah. When he's like seven or eight maybe.
0: Woo. Okay. Uh, we have time to uh talk it out. Um. Okay. Second thing or person or uh, food or anything that you miss from childhood.
1: Oh, oh right. Three things. Sorry. Um, summer's a big one though. <laughs> yeah. No, I I hear um, you. Uh.
0: Well, like early childhood? Uh, early childhood or later childhood. Something you miss Are you th- that brings you good memory. You know, in French, we call that Madeleine de Proust. It's a, it's, it's an object that is related directly to yeah. your uh, right memory. I, I guess I miss
1: my school, kind of. Which one? My elementary school. Okay. Why? It's where I learned French and I had... Good lifelong friends there and uh, some of my foundational memories of my life, I think, that helped shape my personality mm-hmm. occurred under those in those halls, in those hallowed halls of Eisenhower International School. Okay. And that's where that's, that's halls, everything Oklahoma. begin. That's, that's how I your mean, destiny what, yeah, bled yeah. into mine. How going, are you going to... Going to public school that taught me f- to speak French mm-hmm. led to everything else. Yep. Like, seriously, everything. Because, like, I took French till fifth grade as the emergent school. And then I kept up with my French in middle school. Right. And then in high school, I did really well on these French standardized tests, like top in the nation. And that started shaping what I thought about myself academically. It helped me start to believe in myself that I was intelligent. Mm-hmm. And then that led to more success in the classroom.
0: Right. Because so it,
1: I like believed in myself, yeah. intellectually so it, speaking. And that was from French. Mm-hmm. And then I went to Amiens, France. And... Then I kept up with it in college and studied abroad. Then I moved there and that's where I met you.
0: Mm-hmm. So really now learning a foreign language was a key for the you catalyst. to gain yeah. self-confidence. Well, and yeah. That's to, very good. And,
1: and to make me feel unique yep. also. Cause no one in Oklahoma yeah. speaks French, Oklahoma. No, I'm you joking. know? And so I always had this special thing the about special me. This special thing. Yeah. Like you that's speak Laird. Who's, oh, who's that? Oh, he's the guy that speaks French.
0: Yeah. That's pretty special.
1: And I don't know. That mm-hmm. was, that was important. So that's number two, I guess.
0: Yeah.
1: And number three is, uh, Probably time with my mom. Yeah? Yeah. We would do arts and crafts, and I would give her stuff, and she would draw them for me, and always going to the
0: pool at her sister's house, and
1: yeah, that was fun.
0: You had a fun time with your mom. Yeah. Love it. You probably did the same thing. Oh, mommy, I love you, and your dad was, you know? My dad was like out of town. Yeah, so (laughs) quite literally, right? Yeah. Um, Well, not all the time, but we traveled a lot. Well, that's I feel for me, it's like the nineties. It was that a lot of dad on field trip. Today it wouldn't work at all. It it wouldn't. I'm well. There's probably couples that handle it. I know I couldn't, but so I'm glad you're working in an office. You have to see patients in this town because I, you know, it's it's really hard to raise a kid on your own. So big up to all the single parents out there cuz it's a it's a tough job for sure anyhow Thank you so much. Uh, seriously, it was a great opportunity to learn more about you and uh, how you're handling this new wild ride that is called Parenthood. So thank you so much, Ned, for coming on my podcast today. I hope I did okay. You, <laughs> you did great. Thank you so I much. I hope I said everything you wanted me to say. <laughs> oh, you can, you can, you can uh, burn the script <laughs> oh, now. You, can, it's, you, it's you over. cut that part out. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right. Thank you so much. And oh, do you have a last word of wisdom? Before we um, do... just relax just and relax.
1: breathe and, uh, you know, you're doing your best. Just keep winging it because we all are. <laughs> okay. I- I'll do that.